Us doesn't just have five on it. It has 70 on it. We're going to break down why that film made it to the top of the box office next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. This is the show that looks back at the box office that was, and then we... Prague. Nos. Tit. Kate. Woo. Yay. Oh, 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 about so the Frank. box office that lie ahead. I'm Frank Moran. What's up? Carrie Lane here. I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez. And making us look good and sound even better is Jonathan in the booth. How are you, sir? Yes. This is on Jonathan Airhorn. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, as always, folks, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and give it a thumbs up, or two, or three, or four, however many you'd like to do. And, uh, Carrie, if they're watching us at Free Stream Live, what can they do? Yes, y'all can comment down below. Oh! So we're going to be getting into everything, I, especially our top five. I will be talking about us just That's... a moment, because that came in at number one. And, folks, we're just going to go full spoilers on this. Oh, yes, I we didn't are. see it. What? Oh, then we're not going full spoilers. <gasps> I went to Fine. the theater... I, well, I was at a convention yesterday. I went to an anime convention. I go to the theater. I'm like, yes, we made it back early. Seven o'clock show. No good seats at all. And I want to sit. I don't want to sit front row and like, no. 7.30. No good seats. Other wait an extra hour and go at 8, 10. It's like, oh, I guess we're just going to skip it. Everyone's watching. Well, it. all I right. Know. So, I wanted to. I did. I tried. This week's top five, of course, us came in at number one at 70.2. We will not Woo! do a spoiler-heavy thought uh, talk about this. We'll save that until Carrie's seen the film. Thank you. Or not? We'll just, I know, we'll right? just, just go like this. <laughs> ah, no, I'm yeah. just <laughs> Jonathan, pump music into only Carrie's yes. headset, and then <laughs> Amy and I will just talk about yes. this. Uh, all right. So I, I know Amy and myself have seen it. Yeah, we can do slight. Yeah, spoiler-free. That's right. Yeah. So Amy, what did you think of us? I thought us. Was very good. That sounds weird. If you don't know that the title's us, this just sounds grammatically incorrect. I was pleasantly surprised, which is weird because I think I should just, I and we should all just trust Jordan Peele. Just, Mm -hmm. you're going to go in there thinking, oh yeah, yeah, I know what's going to happen. But no, there's so many different layers that you're like, whoa, you are going to leave the theater, I want to say, thinking about it for several hours after. So there are no boring jump scares. No, that is true, which is nice. Right. Um, I think that everyone should go see it, whether you are a fan of horror movies or not. Um, Still spoiler-free. Everyone does such a great job that I think everyone should be recognized. That's a spoiler. Oh, sorry. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. There you go. I just want to make sure that I don't step into any spoiler territory you know, mm. before. If you say stuff, like, I'll, I'll kind of bounce off of what you say, just to okay. make sure. Because, uh-huh. All right. I just... There you go. Well, I... I don't know how I felt about the film. Oh. I, 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 I can admire the, the skill and the, the technical expertise and the acting and the cinematography. It's all really well done. Yeah. There are just some world-building elements that mm. I... They kept on just kind of uh, nagging at me as I left the theater. So okay. I just, it, it stopped me from being to fully appreciate the film because I still had questions that I felt the film did not answer satisfactorily enough for me. Uh, live chat agreeing with you on that. Thunder God Kiro 770 says, Us left way too many plot points open for interpretation for my taste. 
Yeah, so it, and I know that many people have seen it and enjoy it, and I think I, it just yeah. comes down to some people are fine not having; mm-hmm. they're willing to like suspend their, their mm-hmm. disbelief more to to not even worry about those things. Mm-hmm. And then I think there are other people like myself that I feel like you there are some answers that you feel like you need to fully appreciate the whole. Film. Mm. Well, and the thing is too. Okay, so if there will be a sequel, which funny enough, Chio Hodari Coker, the uh, man that created. Luke Cage, um, he said that it would be called Them, and he's calling dibs on that, if, if there is a sequel. I personally feel that Jordan Peele's films have really made me into, and I think you'll be excited to hear this, Carrie, into a really big horror movie fan. Yay! I'm like, this is great. I don't need everything neatly tied up in a bow. This is fantastic. Because then you leave and you're like, what, what? And then you're dissecting everything. It is extremely psychological, which is another reason why I think it adds another layer. And you're just, you're left messed up. And I know people had nightmares. I didn't. (laughs) I was reading an article about this where it said that this is a movie that uh, deserves two viewings Mm -hmm. to to enjoy it. Well, I don't think so. And my thought about that is... I can understand if you like a film mm-hmm. and then you watch it a second time or multiple times after that to gain even a greater appreciation. You mm-hmm. pick up more of the subtle nuances or themes that they're building on. But I still feel like just on a single viewing, mm-hmm. the film should be satisfying enough. Yeah. You shouldn't have yes. to watch it a second time to understand yeah. it. Correct. Yeah. I don't know Maybe if that, more... If I, to go back to see if you didn't notice the clues. Like, they were there, but maybe you didn't notice. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, if a movie, if you are required to see it more than one time, how good is your presentation of your film? Yeah, I don't think you're required to see it a second time, but the second time you see it is going to be even more exciting, I would Mm -hmm. say, if that's even possible. I was going to see it yesterday, but stuff came up, so for the second time. Um, and I know some people in the chat are asking if this really is a horror film. And yes, it is. Jordan Peele has made that super clear. And I believe it's, it's super horror. Not a thriller, not anything else. It's a horror film. Definitely not a comedy. Award season. Talking to you. Um, <laughs> or a musical. Although there's, ah, oh, the soundtrack. But I love the soundtrack. But it's interesting when people think of horror, horror the thing that will <laughs> most popped into their mind. It's like, oh, it's going to be bloody and gross and there's going to be just mutilation everywhere. Mm-mm. And that no, is see, one, that is one variety. so many yeah. sub-genres yes. that, like, if you want the gore, there's a category called torture porn where it's pretty much people being tortured and all the blood guts and all that. But then there's all the way to just, like, it's just creepy. Like, you're creeped out the whole time and uncomfortable. Like, <gasps> something's going to come get me. And that counts, too. There's just yeah. so many different kinds, which is what's great about it. Yeah. Uh, Frank, what would you give it out of five? Uh... For right now, I would give it a three. Oh, Out of five? Correct. Yeah. Well, that's like, okay, we should also double clarify. Three is like a, like a B. Yeah, I mean, I still feel like it's it Like is worth five is out. like, oh my gosh, go buy it. And four is like, oh my gosh, it's really good. See it's the second time. And then maybe three is like, oh, that was good. Like three is solid. Yeah, I mean, I you? think it's worth yeah. checking out. It's just, your my, I think everybody's mileage will vary mm-hmm. on... It, you know, points that I have in the film, whether that yeah. is an issue mm-hmm. for them or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I give it a five out of five. I loved it so much. I will go see it again. Uh, and especially for someone, I mean, you guys saw before when I was terrified of watching scary movies, where I still did it because I was like, oh, I don't know, like, what's going on. Mm-hmm. But then after binge watching all those horror movies in October, I'm just like, this is great. Now that you've seen both, would you say Get Out is scarier or Us? Mm-hmm. Or are they different? They're different. They're different, but I love Us more. Okay. 
It, um, I just saw Get Out for the second time. Yeah, you rewatched it recently. Yeah, and it's ooh, the fact that you can watch a movie again and have it be even more. Um, like you can go more in depth. Mm-hmm. I think that's exciting. Not just like, oh, cool. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. No, it's like you find all these little gems that you're like, what? I thought that was just a coincidence or I didn't even notice that the first time. I think that's what makes the movie even more intense, more, I don't know, long lasting. Because if you get tired of a movie mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, cool, I saw it once, don't need to see it again, That's that hurts its longevity. Sure. Yeah, I don't know, because I feel like Get Out, I found that a more enjoyable film overall because I just felt like the world and the rules of that uh, world had, had been established for me. Mm-hmm. Enough that I was like, yeah, I'm down for all of this. Yeah, But was, I felt like I just didn't quite get that yeah. in Us. Yeah. The ending sure is like, whoop, a I'm just curious to see it because uh, I did like it out. and But people raved about it of being so original and different. And go, um, did you no. see Skeleton Key? <laughs> it's the exact same movie. Um a big plot point if you've never seen it. Spoilers, but not really. Um, have you seen Skeleton Key? Is that with Kate mm-hmm. Hudson? Okay, no. It has a very similar... Like, one of the main plot points to get out is in Skeleton Key, which came out prior. Um, so it's one of those things... That I, I just don't like when people go, Oh my gosh, this movie is so brand new and original. And, oh my, and like they Forget just ignore about no. those other ones. And you go, hey, wait a minute. Like, that, that happened with Inception. That was the other one that everyone goes, Oh my gosh, it's brand new and never been done before. No, let me tell you, I can list a few others, you know, <laughs> exact visual references it took from. So it's like, so I'm curious. I, I want to see it. It just really was one of those literally get the theater driving there and no, no. Okay, fine. Because I don't, yeah, you don't want to yeah. sit in a lame seat where you're just going to be annoyed yeah. the whole time. Yeah, you should see it in a good yeah. spot. Yeah. I also do have to say that I, uh, the wonderful thing about watching movies in general is that we're all going to have different opinions. And for me, yeah. <laughs> We all have different tolerances for what scares us. True. So it might not scare you. It might scare the crap out of other people. You might be covering your eyes the entire time. I covered my eyes a few times, but I was still like, oh, this is so good. I'm so scared. I want to leave, but I have to stay. Wow, this is amazing. So just keep that in mind. Well, that's like horror. Like somebody could be, oh my gosh, it's rats and ah, oh, super scared. You have a phobia. But other people... Yeah. Like whatever, pets or, you know. I have a rat back home. You know. Yeah. You know? You do? I don't. Mm. Or Indiana Jones. Why do, why do it have to be snakes? Like, you could hate right. snakes or spiders, exactly. whatever. And that could be your thing that scares you in a movie. Or, uh, you know, in horror, what part they hurt. Like, someone getting a fingernail ripped off could be really freaking out for uh, one person. But somebody else, it could be something going by an eyeball. You know, it's what you're... Very you're true. Being, you're very graphic body. right now, too. You know, it's scaring me. Had these discussions in horror movies. <laughs> of like, well, that part was gross. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was. Uh, I know. I was talking to another person at uh, work earlier today, and they really loved the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but was also taking some of the some of the world that's established there and trying to like, oh well, I think it was also like this, this, and this were part of it. I'm like, holy cow, dude! If you've yeah. got to start making these kind of wild speculations to kind of fill out that world, I'm like, I don't know about that. Mm. No, but it's also like, wow, you could really go deep into it and get what you get out of it. It's kind of one of those things where artists say, I make my music, I make my film, it's out there. However you want to interpret it is up to you. That's what I had, what I made. There's a lot to delve into. But once it's out there, it's out there. I agree with music. Mm-hmm. Movies, it's a little more vague, I would say. Sometimes, because sometimes I feel that's a director or writer being lazy of, well, it's open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Like, they almost don't want to stand by it. No, this was mine. Or they could go, oh, that's cool you took it that way. 
but maybe they didn't have it that way, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll we'll see. see. I'll after, see after, after you, we'll yeah, check. after you see it. Um, but you also what? do that with your reaction videos. You put a lot of layers into them. <laughs> to my action? Your reaction videos. Yeah, oh, reaction. You totally do. Oh, guys, yeah. you should watch them more than once. You'll, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You never know what you might miss, for sure. <laughs> you never expressions? know. Yes. That's um, right. I know there's a fun little stat. So it made $70 million, mm-hmm. right? Which is officially, Us Movie officially now has the largest weekend for an original horror movie. Isn't that exciting? That surpasses A Quiet Place. Nice. So I'm like, that's great because I want doors to be open for Jordan Peele and everyone else that wants to create horror and really tap into that. Not that they've been, you know, not that the horror genre has been asleep this whole time. I know some people were saying that. They're like, horror's back. I'm like, where did it go? No, you just haven't been paying attention to it. Hasn't been as mainstream, maybe, before A Quiet Place, Mm -hmm. before Hereditary, where people are like, you have to go see this. It's terrifying, you know? And that social media could just be a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's it. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming to number two is a film that a lot of people thought would still maintain the number one slot. Mm-hmm. And that's Captain Marvel. Dropped on uh, to $35 million. Still number- pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. so bad. I mean, it is coming close to getting to the uh, one billion mark, if not this weekend, then next weekend. Yeah, it's at. Yes. It just passed $900 million worldwide, and it now ranks as the 10th biggest comic book movie release of all time. I have to take... I like all of those dramatic pauses. (laughs) Because it's important. Extremely. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Number three was Wonder Park from Paramount, $9 million. Number four... Yes. Like, that's great, guys. Yeah, yeah. No one said anything <laughs> that about was a Wonder Park. Young that I'm like, no. Well, go oh, see yeah. it and well, that, let us know, Amy. Okay. It, you know, well, maybe. that movie does not have a director. So, stuff happened at the beginning of while they were making it. And then, like, for a huge chunk of production, they had no director. And that's the first mm-hmm. movie to ever be released without a director. You've so, now Wonder intrigued. Park? Wonder Park. You've intrigued Carrie. She really exactly. wants to Look at that stuff. face. Yeah, mm. that's a, that's her intrigued face. Like, yep. Yeah. I'm gonna go see it now. She may actually leave the show right now to okay, get over to the theater. <laughs> yeah, no, Wonder Park was playing. I was looking at what times and you go, Okay, let's uh, I was watching um oh well I'll talk about it after once we get done with our top five. So you go to the theater, you find out you can't great get great seats for us. You considered Wonder Park as a backup option? No, it's just what's playing at that time. Yeah. What else How to Train Your Dragon was an option, maybe. <gasps> Come on, that was great. I know, but it was one of those. It's, we had gotten up at 7 a.m. and drove all the way down to Tulsa. It's so, worth it's it. It's a long drive. It's worth it. I know, it. I know. Mm-hmm. It's one of those days. Uh, and then uh, Captive State, it was a maybe. And then it's like, nah, never mind. You made the right choice. I was just giving that one. Okay. Yeah. Little, Did you watch it? It's a, guys. Uh, Coming number four, Five Feet Apart, my favorite film. Yeah. (laughs) That was a scary one. That's right. It's no uh, Medea family funeral. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then number five, rounding it out, is the film that Carrie refuses to see. (laughs) How to Train Your Dragon. No. (laughs) And they can add on $6.5 million. No. Still hanging on. There you go. Yes. So, of course, uh, Us was the subject of our box office bet. Yes, it was. It was. And, I mean, guys, I don't want to brag or anything, but I crushed it yet again. I think um, I was conservatively high. I'm, uh, I mean, like. You I'm were like, the highest on that one, I'm right? like four. I'm like four for four in losing. <laughs> I'm worried. Yes. There's well, a the number. I, I know. Feel. That's right. I came in Poetry. with a sweet $40 million. Okay. So, I ate it big time. But I went and saw it. Uh, I dragged myself to the theater. Oh, and saw my goodness. It. Yes. Uh, coming in at number two was Amy with $50 million. 
excuse me, $50 million. Okay. So I'm so choked up there. Uh, Steph, yeah. who's uh, engineering last week, bet 52 And Carrie, our big winner, $56 million. Good. So nice. I do, I, I do want to say it. Probably say it maybe next week. Well, you don't have to now. Just I know, but I want to. <laughs> I want to join the discussion. Yes. Uh, wow. There we go. So international numbers, uh, as Carrie's mentioned, or excuse me, Amy was mentioning, uh, Captain Marvel is still crushing it there at the box office. So it ba- made $52.1 million in its third week overseas and has grossed $588.8 million at the international box office for uh, $910.3 million worldwide. So, yes, it's uh, uh, it got out of the way, though, though, for us, which basically opened up in all locations, uh, but not so in China. So, uh, but it remained, uh, excuse me, Captain Marvel remained number one in all its, its uh offshore day, uh, mm. markets, except China, where it dropped down to number two. It's led another 70%. Whoa. Yeah. So, uh, they, But they have some uh, some popular films, uh, some local films mm. there okay. that are taking the top box office there. But uh, but with uh, it is still number four best Marvel Cinematic Universe entry ever in the Chinese market, though. Woo. So there you go. And Us got $16.7 million in 47 markets overseas. It's got a staggered release. So we'll be seeing mm-hmm. these numbers go up and up. As the other weeks and months continue, and uh, let's see here, well, we got uh, Bohemian Rhapsody took the stage in China this weekend, grossing six point four million dollars. Wow! Yeah, still it's so going. weird when movies like come out much later somewhere else. But I feel it's the same way for us. Like it came out somewhere else, and yeah. we go, oh, we finally get it months later. And they say this is the biggest opening for an art house release title ever in China. Whoa. Yeah, there you go. So it brings the offshore. Oh, wait, did we talk though about how they're editing it? We when mentioned it a little yes. bit last week. I wonder, yeah. how mu- I wonder how much got trimmed out. I don't know. You know, anyone watching us from over there, please let us know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know. What do you think the story of Queen is based on that film? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would have to have seen both versions in order to know what was taken out. Oh, True. my goodness. But I would just like to tell you, just, just summarize what you saw in that film. And we're like, whoa, really? That's what you think? Oh, okay. okay. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so so far, its overseas total is six hundred seventy three point two million dollars, and its worldwide is at eight hundred eighty nine point one. So wow. it looks like it's going to get nine hundred million dollars before all is said hmm. and done. And Green Book has been granted an extension uh, to April thirtieth in the in the Chinese market there, where it does now grow sixty eight point three million dollars. It has now crossed two hundred million dollars internationally. Mm-mm. Guys, we have a special guest in the chat, Anthony Becerra. Is in the chat. Tony! What? He's not in the booth. He's in the chat. Look at that. (laughs) Tony be Tony. Yes! There you go. Everyone's cheering. I mean, he he didn't even come here in person and say goodbye. He broke our hearts. (laughs) I know. We're still grieving. We are. We are. And Tony, I hope you're happy to hear that this one's coming on to horror. She's liking horror movies now. Yay! Yay! You're joining Um, the horror movie news show, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Um, <laughs> wow, what a what a nice thing! That would be great Shut to up, guess Ray. sometime, right? Uh, well, that one's on hiatus now. For so there you go. Look at yeah. what you've done, Anthony. Right? Yes. Ah. Uh, well, wait. Before we get to other ones, so I did see um, short films in a way. I watched uh, Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. My three which favorite is things. A whole bunch of short films. Have you guys heard about this on Netflix? Uh, no. Okay, so no. it's a lot of short films. I'm through most of them, and they're all. It's kind of Black Mirror esque. They all kind of deal with technology ish. Okay. Uh, they're all completely unrelated, so you could watch out of order. Uh, I mean, I just push play and you go to the next one, and they all vary in length from like five minutes to fifteen. 
There's a lot of nudity. Just let y'all know. Lady and men parts. Oh, and it's kind of like, oh, okay. Amy is um, already like, let me put and it's all, it's all animated. They're all different styles of animation. Wow. Uh, which is really cool because some look like the, you know, they just filmed it and put a layer on top of it. Because let's just say there's some movement that you go, did someone animate this? Um, and then there's... <laughs> I only say it because it's in quite a few different ones. Uh, and then there's other ones where it looks like, you know, much more of a cartoon, uh, what you would see on Saturday morning or whatnot. It's, it, they're really cool. Two of them, speaking of horror, about two of them so far have been horror and maybe a third-ish. But they're all really just interesting and unique in their own ways. I'd recommend it. Nice. It's on Netflix and um, it's a great, w- it's a cool way to curate short films that yeah. otherwise you'd probably only see those at film festivals, like where are you going to find short films in? And they're all... Interesting in their own ways, for sure. That's cool. What was it called again? It's Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And, and each frame. one is really cool of, like, <laughs> the, the image is, you know, the first picture is, like, a heart, a, ro- uh, a skull, and then a robot head. So each episode, per their title, does, like, a... Uh, oh, uh, uh, slot machine. Slot machine. Thank you. And it rolls into an image related to what it is for that episode. Oh, that's cool. So that's really kind of fun. Like at the beginning, you go, "Ooh, how is this connected?" Or you know, what 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 is you know, you kind of short films. You kind of guess like where is this going based on that title. Mm-hmm. Like one of them was fishing, and I forget something fishing, and it was not exactly what I thought, but I liked where it went. Oh, because it's nice. kind of weird. But yes, leave comments below if you've seen them and like them. They're really fun. Nice. We had Amy at nudity, so she was all like, "No, no." You had me at love, and equal death, opportunity and on that. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm happy on that. Of you know, if we're going to show one, you got to show the other two. Well, the fact, like you said, with short films, I think people forget those exist. Yes, and the fact that you can watch them all on a and they're all so unique, platform. which is great. Yeah. So if you and the thing is, if you don't like it, don't worry. It's short. It'll be almost over. And if you like it, there's a whole <laughs> lot more of them too. Amy, did you see any other films? Yes, I did. Yep. Yeah, well, we got to go to the app. We got to go to the app, but I'm really only going to talk about one. Later. Um, Aquaman. I finally saw it. Yes. Yay! And tweeted during <laughs> it. How rude. Um, she goes. I Oof. tweeted before it. I was like, in sure. a turn of events, mm. I'm gonna be watching Aquaman, mm-hmm. or I'm watching Aquaman. Whatever. Yes, I'm watching Aquaman, which means like you're just sitting. No, there like I'm watching it. Like I'm going mm-hmm. to watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh I was surprised actually. Bye. Bye. It, I, I, okay, I thought that it was going to be pretty bad. I really did. I don't know why. Some people were like, it was the best thing ever, and others were like, it sucked. So it was kind of in the Never middle. The- okay. Yeah. Um, but you seem to be leaning more towards, oh, I'm probably not going to like it, going into it. Kind of hesitant, yeah. Okay. Yeah, happens. Um, is that just because of DC's past history? Or we something go there? about the character we specifically? We want to go there? Yeah. Sure, yeah. I think I was worried because Justice League really burned me, and I was like, ooh. So, in a way, you could say that that was a better experience, because then you go in and you're like, well, okay, what happens? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, I think there were some issues with some CGI where I was like, Jesus, that looks like we're playing a video game? Like, I don't know, it looked really weird. But then as the movie kept going on, it got better. It got better, and I was she like... She made a face with that, those listening. No, it got, like, it got, got better, better, and I'm glad that it did, because I yeah. don't want a movie to suck. Like, that yeah. would just be yeah. so yes. annoying for everyone. 
Um, I thought he did a good job. Jason Momoa, I thought he did, yeah, a good job. Amber Heard, Nicole Kidman was really cool. She was very cool. Yeah. Um, I think some characters, um, Ludi Lin, I know that that was like a big deal to have an Asian actor in that kind of a role, but you hardly see his face, so something to think about. Um, it was fun. It was fun. I thought that they really, it looked cool to see everything, you know, like mm-hmm. lit up in the world. Like, hey. Yeah, I thought the pacing was, for the most part, pretty cool. Not, not, not great. I think they rushed the beginning. They're like, oh, look, here we are now. Um, but, hey, I saw it finally, and I'm very glad that I did. I'm curious to see what the next DC movies are like. Um, Wonder Such Woman. Such like your shirt. There you go. Oh, yeah. Shazam. On Shazam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gonna see mm-hmm. that soon. So, yeah. Nice. I'm just glad I finally saw it. Yeah. Yes. Finally. Uh, well, I did see Shazam yesterday. Yeah. And it's okay. I saw your tweet. Nah. What does your tweet you say? My tweet says uh, there there are, there are some fun moments in the film. Okay, but I thought some of the character development uh, lacked, and I thought there was some repetition and shabbiness there in the third act. Shabbiness, shabbiness. Like it was like Ooh. it could it could have been pared down a little bit. It could have tightened it up. Tightened mm. it up. Okay. Yeah. 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 I I feel like that's sometimes the problem with some movies where well, you're like just <laughs> take I, out the fat. Yeah, let's I, just get to it. I enjoy Captain Marvel. He's a cool character, but I also what Shazam. But I've always known him as Captain Marvel. That's why I first read him as, in the comics was as Captain Marvel. Yeah. So I always think of him more as that as Shazam because it still seems weird to me that the word that changes him back and forth is the name of that character. Yet he can never say his own name, which seems so weird to me because mm. he's always referred to as Captain Marvel, and it's only because of real world legal issues with the trademark that we find ourselves in that situation where now. He's just going oh. by Shazam. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I don't think I really knew that. It was basically when they stopped publishing it there after the copyright expired, uh, Marvel was able to snag it. Mm. And uh, from uh, when Fawcett was acquired by DC, they wanted to do it, but Marvel already had the, the copyright of Captain Marvel. And they started doing it with the Kree hmm. Warrior, which led into the Brie Larson mm-hmm. character that we know. So they had to always just uh, publish their, the Captain Marvel comic as Shazam. Yeah. And then he's always referred to as Captain Marvel within the comic. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. So, anyway. That's, the more you know. There you go. But that's always kind of bothered me with this. That's, you know, what, the, what right. they've had to do here. Frank, we got a hard-pressing question from yes. the chat. That's a good point. BlackRock316 says, Frank is not really big on superhero movies, is he? Mark. Well, no, you just have your own. And taste. Anthony Becerra says he's not big on any movies. Thank you, Anthony. You know me so Still well. Still that support. That's true. There I love it. I love it. Uh, no, I mean uh, I love Spider-Man: Homecoming, mm-hmm. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Uh, you Avengers only like War. Spider-Man. <laughs> That's yeah, true. Is that yeah, what? There yeah. you go. And you only like Marvel. Uh. No, uh, I mean like you wear a DC too. There you go. No, no. I mean with Superman's. I mean if you look at that, I mean I got my Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes right yeah. there on my phone. Right there, huge uh, Superman fan as well. Wow, so you hate Marvel because you're only wearing DC. <laughs> I got you covered, don't Thanks. worry. Thanks, there, you <laughs> there you go. Speaking for the fans. <laughs> but uh, I feel like with Captain Marvel, it is, this is really, or Shazam, Shazam. Mm-hmm. I'll say it more properly, is that uh, the quick logline would be like, oh, it's big as a superhero movie, which I don't think does the character of Shazam justice. justice. Because he is also made up of all these attributes of the various gods. Whether it's you know the strength mm. of Hercules, the speed of Mercury, uh, the wisdom of Solomon, and I feel like that is one aspect of the character that I feel like can because it's a tr- he, it is a tricky character to write and to pull off really well because it is a young boy who uh, saying a magic word gets turned into an adult, 
And so it mm-hmm. is one thing to have an adult body, but you also have the childlike innocence, but mixed with certain adult characteristics. And it's a fine balance to be able to get a, that character just yeah. right. And I don't think, at least to me, that this character quite hit it. I thought it played more into just the easy, it is a, a boy and a grown man superheroic body. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I was going to say, how much is it like big in that way of, you know, it's a kid being in an adult body? 17 yeah. again. Yeah, I mean, that movie. it does. Well, that's you know, going the other way. That's true. You Thank go. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it's a little bit different because he has the ability to change that at any yeah. time as opposed to big where you... You're stuck. You're stuck yeah. until you've learned some sort of lesson in life yeah. or something and then mm-hmm. it lets you go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll wait till more people okay. have seen the film. We can talk about it more yeah. next week there about High some of my issues. I, I think it's worth checking out in the theater. And there are some moments it's that I thought fun. was nice. There are some kind of fun little character moments okay. in there, beats. But uh, I just was a little frustrated mm. in some of the aspects of it. So Fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, go check it out on the big screen, guys. And stay. There's mm. two There's two credits uh, scenes. Okay. One midway, one at the end. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I feel like the, the midway one is the better one of the two. I mean, the last one is... If I had to compare the last end credit scene to Captain Marvel... I feel like this one's probably better than Captain Marvel, but it is still of the same kind of throwawayness of it. The end credit scene. Correct. The end end. No, people scene. are gonna misquote you and go, "Oh my gosh, he said it's bad." Okay. Uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah. There, there you, you go. go. It was like the fans were right here with us I, the whole time. Here yes. you go. Look at that. So, folks. Uh, so that was our my hot take on Captain Marvel. We'll do more Shazam. Sorry, guys. Shazam. It is a little confusing in Shazam. terms of if there's a movie out with that character name, and the other one technically is that name as well. Well, and if you grew up yeah. <laughs> with one way. Yeah. yeah. Shazam. 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 Say my name. Let my power fly. Say my name. Say my name. That's right. Okay. Uh, so we've got two films. Two films. Ooh. Buying for your box office bet. Uh, our box office bet this mm-hmm. week. But buying for your vote there in the chat. That is The Beach Bum. It's a comedy. Uh, with Matthew McConaughey and uh, a few other people. Get ready. Wow. I don't think I've heard anything about it. No? I, admittedly, yeah, I've not heard anything about it It's a weird trailer. Uh, and we also have Dumbo. You may not have probably heard of that one either. Dumbo. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I've heard of it. Okay. A couple times. <laughs> Coming out from, uh, from Disney. So those are the two films that we're going to be uh, uh, possibly betting on. Mm-hmm. You are going to be in the chat responsible for picking which one of those films that we do bet uh, so start chumming away there. I know Anthony. Oh, uh, finally, he gets to vote. Is he no more right? just looking at the chat. He can actually participate yes. and shape the way that this show goes. Yes, yeah, so that you don't lose again. Are you? S- oh, there. <laughs> I, yeah, at this point, I'm a, I'm a beaten man. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? Don't ever give up. Go for your I goals, for your dreams. You got this. You My don't dreams. have to lose again. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what I'm good at, though. It's what I'm good at, Amy. You're good. Yeah. I mean, you're good at it. <laughs> you're <laughs> not you. a sore loser, which is appreciated. <laughs> ah, there you go. Yeah. So, folks, uh, before we get into our uh, box office bets, as well as our predictions for next week's top five, we like to do a little box office rewind. Bzz. There you go. About one of the stars in one of the upcoming films. And for that, I thought, why don't we go take a little peek at Eva Green's box office uh, history. This is our top five opening box office uh, top grossing films. Mm-hmm. I'm like blinking on her name. I'm like... Uh, she was also in uh, oh gosh, what was the uh, series on Showtime with the with Frankenstein and uh, Oh uh, yes. Oh, I like her. Yes. Yeah. So she was the um, um, Oh, the she witch. did the I'm like, wait. I'm all, mm, it's going to come to me. 
All right. I'm sure maybe you'll remember from one of the films that we'll be talking about here. Yes. Uh, no, I was looking. I'm like, oh, I've seen all of these. Uh, coming number five was The Golden Compass, back from New Line yes. in 2007. 25.7 million. I really like that movie. And I like the book. That was one where I liked both of them. I oh, feel like cool. they were really setting this up to be a franchise. It sucked that they didn't get more. I, I, the... But I heard that the book is much darker than the the movie. Well, generally you would do that. Things that yeah. Daniel Craig's character does yeah. in the book tends to be more darker than, and they kind of pulled back on that. And I think I would have enjoyed to go darker. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, just the initial premise was such a neat idea. Like, imagine that your soul is on the outside of your body. Mm-hmm. What? Have you seen Golden Compass? No. Yeah, the idea is your soul. <laughs> Holy moly! That's is weird. An animal that's the opposite sex, and on the um. outside of your body. Like, what do you mean outside? Like, you have it Like, with literally, you? it's an animal that's like, walking just around hanging, hanging out? with you. Yeah. Oh, like a, like a familiar, but, it's, it's but kind like of, not. Yeah, and it's like your spirit animal. Like, somebody has a jaguar. Somebody has a rabbit. Somebody could have a mouse. Somebody could have a dog. That's cool. It's super cool. Like, just a, such a simplistic yet bizarre mm. idea. Yeah. And they did a really good job. That polar bear scene? Yeah. Oh, no, that's true. That's a fight. Uh, coming number four was Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. I did like that one. I did not see that one. But that came out in 2016, made $28.8 million. Uh, number three was I Dark didn't Shadows. I read that book, though. Uh, 2012, made $29.6 million. I'm still thinking of the show. I'm like, wait. Mm-hmm. Um, Penny, Penny Dreadful. Yes, there you go. There we go. Oh. Uh, I like yeah. her in that show, too. Uh, Dark Shadows I, was one of those. I didn't see that one. I always enjoyed the, uh, I never watched the, I never saw any reruns or any clips of the original soap opera. Uh, but I know NBC did it like a revival. Mm. Gosh, I remember watching that as a kid and loving it with, um, uh, can't remember his name, but playing, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the role that Johnny Depp plays in the film. But this one, I just thought, uh, it, it's like they took so much and they tried to consolidate it into one two hour movie mm-hmm. and it just felt like it didn't quite, it didn't quite stick. Yeah. Which is a shame, because uh, there was some well, some parts of the film that were kind of cool. Yeah. But then other parts were like, uh, it's like, uh, the things that I worry about with Tim Tim Burton, where mm-hmm. the film can look really cool, but the story just never lives up mm. to the the look and promise of the world that he's Fair. created. Yeah, it was Johnny Depp. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah, Johnny Depp, Michelle Pfeiffer, um, Helena Bonham Carter as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. It was in it. I, You've never seen it? No. I actually, I don't think I've ever seen Eva Green in anything. Oh, really? Until now. All right. Dumbo, which I will maybe mm-hmm. see. Maybe. Well, uh, start commitment. Well, horror, a show, the Penny Dreadful show is a really good series. Hmm. And Ashton Kutcherson is in it, too. Not yes. Ashton Kutcher. No. Well, wait. And they look <laughs> okay, at I was like, really? He's in it? I'm no, all, I'm Am in. I being wait, I need hmm. to look at the name. Uh, number two is Casino Royale from 2006, made $40.8 million. That was, that's a really enjoyable film. I like that one. Yeah, that was a really nice shot in the arm to revitalize the yes. James Bond franchise. And I think it seems like pretty much if everybody kind of, uh, in terms of the Daniel Craig films, it seems like everyone leans towards this one to be the best of his. Casino Royale? Yeah. Mm. And uh, coming in number one, 300. Josh, I, I was Josh so Hartnett. wrong on that name. Josh Harnett. There you it's go. one of those you have an idea of a like a name and a person, and you put them together. It's totally not that though. <laughs> totally wrong on that name. Sorry, Josh Hartnett. But speaking of James Bond, though, Timothy Dalton is in Penny Dreadful as well. That's true. Uh, Three hundred Rise of the Empire. Yes, two thousand fourteen, forty-five million dollars. I never saw the sequel. Oh, I was like, wait, never mind. I was thinking just three hundred. 
Yeah, so I, I, so I can't even equate how good it is. Uh, that's actually one where I would almost say the movie 300 is better than the graphic novel because the graphic novel is like a really tiny little book. And so the movie expands upon it and makes his wife this really cool character that that storyline doesn't happen mm-hmm. at all. So I was like, ah, one of the few times. Uh, so that was our uh, little retrospective, our box mm-hmm. office rewind, if you will. Again? Yeah. <laughs> I only do it once a show. Oh, that's sorry. in my contract. There you go. Yep. Once. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. I bent the rules for you. Uh, so keep voting away, folks, in the chat for which film you'd like us to do for our this week's box office bet, whether it's going to be Beach Bum. Is that what it is? Yeah, the Beach Bum or Dumbo. <laughs> But in the meantime, is that what it is? All right. <laughs> in the meantime, we're going to do what we th- uh, tell you what we think next week's top five of the box office will be. So we've got mm-hmm. Dumbo opening up 4,000 screens, and the Beach Bum is just opening wide, so I don't have a screen count on that one. Uh, but do you see. I'll go with Dumbo first. Do you see. Because the Beach Bum, not really. It's not going to make no, it. No, I don't think that would be Do you the see top. Dumbo knocking out us? No. You have nostalgia yes. and family friendly. Yes. And Tim Burton fans. Oh shoot. Which that adds a lot. Yeah. I just saw Altogether. I just saw Dumbo, like the animated one. Um maybe for the second time in my whole life. I did not remember it. It's really it's depressing. It's dark. It is yes. so dark. So with that being said, I think it might. Well, I mean, I feel like this one is going to certainly have much more human many more human characters than the film does. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that changes the story mm-hmm. that we've watched on the film. Mm-hmm. In the animated version, I should say. I've heard some mixed reviews on it, too. So I don't know what that word of mouth would do. I mean, just a little kind of wave. Yeah. So I feel like right now I could just tell you that I will like the look of the film and be disappointed by the story. I could say I feel like I could say that right now because I feel like that's been my track record with many of the Tim Burton films in the mm-hmm. last seven or eight years. I'm just worried because I look at the trailer and I'm like, get my tissues ready already. Because, yeah, it's such a, it's a heavy movie. Like Dumbo's, the Dumbo storyline. Yeah. Dumbo looks so cute, though. He looks really cute. So there you go. Like, people go, oh, take their kids. And it's a, it's a cute character. But I, I think if you had to see, like, if you were to say, which which Disney film could you see Tim Burton do, uh, adapt to live action? I feel like Dumbo would be probably the most obvious choice. choice. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I would think Something the opposite. Dark. You really? Yeah. yeah it seems well, to just dial into like what Tim Burton likes. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but like Dumbo, I mean, it is dark, yeah, but Dumbo just has such a happy little face that it's just like, oh, interesting. You yeah. Know? Uh, John McKim in the chat says, Dumbo is a Batman Returns reunion with Keaton and DeVito. That's, yep, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good one. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's enough interesting <laughs> other actors and characters in it that I'd want to check it out anyways. All right, so who thinks it takes pl- number one, or who thinks Us still is a sta- stays at um, number one? I think Dumbo could be number one, because if Us goes down, you know, 30, 50, 50 yeah. 30%. That's so it'd be still- 35. Mm-hmm. Right? That's Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so, actually. Um, so I think oh, it'll okay. be Us, Dumbo, Captain Marvel. I mean, no. I could Beach Bum be like four? <laughs> Hello. There's some people in that that are interesting, too. Um, yeah, but, like... We're pretty in tune with what's going on. But if you haven't heard if about we it, yeah. there's a lot that we go, we haven't heard of Yeah, I... It's I, a bad sign. Yeah, I, I'm not dialed in on that beach bum. Oh, uh, good point. Cassandra D points out, Dumbo will take box office because school-age kids will be on spring break. True, it is spring break. So That's very true. Like March, the entire month is spring break because it's different school districts, different states. Yeah. Have, Mm. I still stick with mine. Us, Dumbo, Captain Marvel, Wonder Park, Five Feet Apart. Just kind of... Got it. 
maybe I'll bump five feet apart and put beach bum on there as a curveball, and then <laughs> just okay. cause. Nope, I like it. And uh, have Dumbo as number one. I am. Uh, and then some people spring break. There no the, uh, spring break kind of is different for different places. Yeah, I know a college are on spring break right now, and then other people will be next week. And I know last week was a lot of people from Texas. This Woo! week, is, yeah, and some Arizona. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it varies for the next four weeks. Different states will be yeah. taken at different times. Uh, I feel like us seems to be. I feel like I feel good word of mouth could happen yes. with that though too. Yeah, and I feel like it. The it, it is not a. I think it's the, the the camp of people loving this film is a lot more than some of the people that may have some of the issues with it that I did. Yeah, so you're I in feel the like, minority. Yes, mm-hmm. so uh, I would feel like that because of that, it could stay really strong and have a really good second week. So I guess I'll go with us as number one and uh, double number two. All right, I'll be the different one. Yeah. Yeah. There and you then? go. And then I'll just bump down the rest. So All right. you're coming. I'm yeah. thinking Dumbo's are <laughs> okay. one yeah. that we got to vote sure on the bunnies for now. <laughs> Dumbo. I've I've only seen votes for that. So what do y'all vote All right. on? Uh, well, first, I'm sure Ken Jack will uh, give us the final totals. But more importantly, Anthony, did you place a did you place a bet? I don't know he's been quiet for a while. Did you, play, did you he, vote? I feel did like you as, run away oh. as soon as you said that he'd be able to place his bet. He was like, "Nope," and so, he left. Back up. How dare he? Mm. How yeah. Dare he? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, does it look like it's Dumbo Carry? I've mostly seen Dumbo. I haven't seen many people saying for right. Peach Bum. Then we will do Dumbo, folks. The the Oops. Disney, the live action Disney adaptation directed by Tim Burton, starring Michael Keaton, Colin Farrell, hmm. Danny DeVito, Eva Green, and yeah, Dumbo's the winner. Thank you, Ken Jack. Oh, Ken Jack is always saving the day and... here. Uh, Jonathan, yeah. Would you like to get in on this box office bet with us? Sure, let's do it. All right. Do, 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 do. Put Neil Hutchinson in the chat says 52 for Dumbo. Cool. Star Drew says somewhere about at 50. Ken Jack says 60. Mm, wow. I thought I heard it was tracking pretty well already, though. Yeah. Uh, all right. But what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What does that mean? Yeah, like tell us numbers. All right. Uh, and Shay says. Oh. 50 plus. All right. Mm. You got to pick a specific number, everybody. There you go. Oh, jeez. Zayas is 50. <laughs> I probably went high, but that's okay. Excellent. Everybody have their numbers? Jonathan, yes. are you good? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, all right, we'll start with you, sir. What do you have? I'm going to go with probably about 58 million for Dumbo. 58. Okay. All right. Yeah. Nice, strong bet. I uh, like it. Jay Snowden in the chat says 35. Oh, all right. Jay, I wish you were on this panel with us. I feel much better. Much better about my bet. Uh, Amy, what do you've got? Let's see it. Let's see it. 37. 37! I like that you flinched for just a second. No. That's great. That's great. It's fine. I just don't want to see you keep losing. I took one for the team. Thank you, Amy, for your selflessness. Gary, what do you have? I said 62. 62. All right. There you go. Holy crap. (laughs) Wellington says 61. Yusuf says 43. Sky Patterson says 45. Michael says 38. I went with 48. Oh, you are safe and snug in there pretty much. Baby, it's been a cold month. You're welcome. It's been a cold month out there in that box office bet wasteland. (laughs) It's going to be inside for once. I got to be honest. I think some of the older individuals are going to show up for Dumbo, man. 
Right. I feel the nostalgia is going to kick. Yeah. That kicks in and does well like every time. They go, oh, it's a remake. And yeah. like Christopher Robin did pretty well. Calm down, Frank. I know you're excited. Calm right. down. Okay. What were the bets again so I know how bad I'm going to lose? Uh, we've got I'm to really recap. At Jonathan at 58, Amy 37, Carrie 62, and myself 48. So there you go. All right. Look at that. Mm. It's been fun. It's been okay. it's been fun. Bye. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. But as always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up or two or three or four, however many you can do. And Carrie, if they're watching after, after we stream live, what can they do? Yes, comment down below. Oh, fantastic. And if you want to stay in touch with any of us after the show's over, Jonathan, where can they find you? Oh, good God Almighty, I don't do social media. So, oh, love it. What? The, that being the case, let's just move forward and go to the next person. Or just share your mailing address. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah it's, a, PO, uh, it's P.O. Box. <laughs> no, <let's go. laughs> you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ, where I will be weeping because I lost. Didn't I was about it. to say nailed it, and you were like, oh, no, nope, it's not going to happen. It's all right, guys. It's that kind of day. It's all, all right. right. I always <laughs> nail it, but whatever. <laughs> My name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Nailed it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. We'll see you back here next Sunday night for an all-new episode right here on Popcorn Talk. Go see some movies. Or not. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.